<laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Man to Man, the best NBA show where we bring you the latest topics around the NBA. This is your co-host, Andy Elliott. Alongside your co-host, Liam, the Hoop Star Nash. Hoop Star, namaste to you, my brother. Namaste to you. Namaste. Uh, listen, uh, hello here. Appreciate everyone tuning into our show. You're listening to Man to Man on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. All things basketball, dude. The title of the show is called Cooked You. Next, shout out to Ariana. What's good, little shouty? Catch our shows every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Central Time. Show love to our other friends who are on the show. If you're new to Dash Radio, if you're listening to us on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, be sure to subscribe. Give us good reviews. Share with your moms. Blase, blase. You know what to do. Hey, Hoop, before we get into our show, I got to say, young brethren, you're looking like a million bucks. Talk to me now, because as rare as it may be, I've noticed women are starting to look at you more and more. And I don't know if that's because you're about to be Captain Hoopstar in the works or if it's your Sunday scary look, got that messy look going on. But golly, Hoop, I got to know what the secret recipe into having this, this uncommonly amount of drip that you were displaying right in front of my very own eyes. My eyes have locked and my love has locked. <laughs> Well, my guy, <laughs> my guy, I am very flattered, actually. But it doesn't come as easy as uh, one might think. Yes. Oh, no. Okay. You can hit the gym. You can eat healthy. You can even make your lady a, I don't even know how to say this word, but a crusciato board. Oh, that, that was terrible. It's a charcuterie board, dude. Charcuterie. The That's with the cheese. Board. Yes, the cheese, the, the, the salami, the nice spread. The nice but spread. None of those are going to be possible without simply some man-to-man gear. Some man-to-man gear, baby. I have three words for everybody. Go get your merch. Last merch drop was a success. I see you. You got the preview of uh, next launch, right? Yeah, no, I got it. Right here, get your merch, dude, okay? <laughs> Glad that's all I got to do, Hoop, you know, because whenever I walk into the gym, I got to tell you, the, the, the lady at the front desk, she just asked me if I'm lost. So, uh, no, I'm not lost. I just want to kind of work out a little bit, even though I don't know how to do that. Listen, new merch is officially in. They're running large, my guy. Holler at the man-to-man boys to get your merch today. Speaking of merch, shout out to Yaz Apparel. We got to do it to them. Yo, they got the hottest streetwear available on the market. The most exclusive, fresh, trendy items, including different color set hoodies, T-shirts, and more that will fit perfectly in your everyday attire. NBA players like Jackson Hayes has a Yaz hoodie in his arsenal. And, hey, every item sold, they donate clothing to the homeless. It's a win-win. You look good. You do it for good cause. Plus, everything in the store is 50% off at the checkout. That's yazapparel.club. Go check them out. We'll throw the link into the script. Little recap of last week, Hoop, before I shut up. We went over key matchups in the first round of playoffs, highlighting the much-anticipated eight-seed surging red-hot Portland Trailblazers versus juggernaut L.A. Lakers team. Dame time was clearly evident in that first game. We also spoke about the legendary and future Hall of Famer coach Greg Pop, dude. What his next move is now, we don't know. His contract's up with the Spurs. And yes, golly, Instagram models are still way too sexually malicious to enter the bubble, dude. Sorry, Lou Williams. No Magic City for you, my guy. Wah, wah, wah. Anyway, who, come on, dude. What's on the agenda for this week? I must say, last week we predicted. This week we speculated. And... Of course, we gambled. For this week's show, we'll continue to dive into those first-round playoff games. I can't wait to call your ass out on some of these. Although, 
I will say you didn't predict everything wrong. We'll see, you know, here and there, and we'll translate or transition into our uh, game, man to man worthy, keep it moving segment. Yep. Snoop Dogg uh, relaxed on purple and gold. Rather let the purple and gold relax you. Um, you're all good. Everybody out over there. He's all good. He's all good. Don't 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 stress on him yet. And then we'll cap off the episode with other little knickknacks, some shout outs, including our game of the week, player of the week, and as much as we have to to talk about it and hate to say it, our Indiana Pacers getting cooked, as you might have. Uh, hey, hey, put me on broil, brother. Cook me up, brother. All right. Well, let's uh, just let me start off then by saying your prediction to have the Denver Nuggets overcoming the Utah Jazz started off strong. Yes, I will give you that. They started off strong. Ever since that, the Jazz woke up and got groovy again. They've been cooking away. They are cooking in the kitchen with the soup, the spices, the cooking. They got it all. I am feeling confident about my pick, having the Jazz easily take this first rounder. Mitchell is working in all aspects for that team, taking control in late game. And that's exactly what I expected. Allow Mm -hmm. me to break it down to you real quick. All right. right. Yes. Thriller of a first game. Wouldn't change anything as the game went into overtime. And, you know, Nuggets somehow squeezed out a win. Uh, They they beat them 135-125. However, game two, game three were not as friendly for these Nuggets. As, you know, they had problems even scoring the ball. I remember – in game three, they had 14 points, and it messed my whole bet up one on, on, on that. But, I mean, keeping up with the Jabs' offensive players, you know, pressure, their shooting, the three-point shooting has been outstanding. They've just mm-hmm. been throwing them up there. Wing players, Joel Ingles, Royce O'Neal, two guys I might add, who you said weren't as talented as the Nuggets. All right, all right, all right, right? That's my first call out. All You're right, wrong. Porter Jr., he got cooked, my friend. <laughs> Everyone's getting cooked this episode. <laughs> Everybody. Um, great news for, you know, the Jazz in game three as point guard. Mike Conley made his return to the team. Conley wasn't shy of, you know, being aggressive, scoring the ball, topping his first game over with uh, 20 points. But I can't help to talk about my guy, Donovan Mitchell, my X Factor in this series. He was breaking records, you know, left and right out there, and it was it was one for the books. Let me let me tell you right here: fifty-seven in game one. He's the youngest player ever to do so to score fifty points in a playoff game. That's uh, third most ever in a playoff game behind Michael Jordan and who else? Elgin, Elgin Baylor, one player with uh, the only player with more uh, only player with more and a loss in a game is, of course, Michael Jordan. He had 63 against the the Boston Celtics. Mm -hmm. Second player in Jazz history with a 50-point playoff game, Carl Malone, and he had 30 in game two. That's almost 80 points in the first two games, surpassing uh, Kareem in the most points. You want to love on him, or you want to talk about how the series isn't over yet? It's just hard, you know, sometimes to prove a point to you sometimes. I, I just I got to back it up with some facts. I know the series isn't over yet, but with Mitchell playing like he's, you know, 
doing and just, you know, really hot right now, I say it's going to only go five games. Losing by, you know, a combined 56 points in the last two games. Do you really think the Nuggets have an answer for this team? Yes, dude. Yes, I don't. It's not over, dude. Listen, if I'm Mike Malone, head coach of the Nuggets, I do everything I can to give my players an advantage going into the rest of the series. You got to sit Michael Porter Jr. down. You got to sit Jamal Murray. Hey, Jokic, you can come along too, brother. You got to sit him down and say, hey, what do you need? What can I do for you? If it's, if you, you know, they got that hotline. If you want to, if you want me to send an anonymous snitch text to the hotline saying Donovan Mitchell is skipping <laughs> COVID tests and do it. Fuck it. I mean, do people really not remember when the league was full of mafia Italians, you know, dudes acting as head coaches, wager, wagering thousands of dollars on their teams, paying ref- referees. I mean, what is this, bro? Come on. <laughs> I don't think that was ever a thing. I don't I, I, think so. I, anyways, look, dude, the, the point is I'm still optimistic, okay? But I do question the actions that point guard uh, of the Nuggets, Jamal Murray, proceeded to do after game one. A little weird flex to me. I'll explain. And that is, it's still me, Donovan Mitchell on Instagram, you know, uh, you know, sitting by him, Donovan Mitchell sitting by himself. You know, he's got him. He got the camera on Mitchell. Obviously, Mitchell had 57. Big, big game, but not a big, big win. They lost, right? So, I know they're friends. No harm, no foul. It was all kid-friendly fun. I get it. But it's still a weird flex to me, dude. I mean, you got the winner filming the loser. I don't care how many points Mitchell had. And, and honestly, side note, where the hell are his teammates at? He's by himself after a 57-point game. Does the man need to, like, contribute 58 points to get some love around here? I must say, though, he just came off a loss. It looks like he was on FaceTime or maybe even a phone call with somebody. But it's bubblicious, man. It's bubblicious. Yeah. This is what the players have to deal with in the atmosphere that the bubble has created. You know, after a win, where do you go? I want to go sit out on a patio. What yeah. do you do? I want to go walk by the patio. And you got to see those, those people. I think Jamal Murray, Mitchell, they're friends. I don't think there's any bad blood. You know, but I know sometimes afterwards, a game, you got to reflect, you know, it kind of looks depressing on my end, but yeah. damn, get my guy some fucking friends. He looks, yeah, he had no friends. He, out he looks he, so lonely. Yeah. I, I, I felt really bad for him. It was like, you know, the bully, like posting on social of, you know, who he's bullying. Yeah. 57 points, but you still fucking suck. You lost, but it looked like me out there in high school after I told everyone I was, you know, giving up showering for Lent. So uh, I'm glad you didn't do that or it didn't work out. Maybe yeah, it did. I, I feel yeah, bad for you. Yes. Yeah. No one wanted to hang out with me. You know, I was getting a little weird. I was weird. Not myself. I thought I smelled good. Everyone's yeah, it's a different story on that one. Anyways, I got one friend now. It's my fucking cat. Listen, uh, we're moving on to another series here that everyone was anticipating. Lakers, Blazers, Hoop. <laughs> Lakers. This we didn't we didn't start with the Lakers. All right, so we didn't point that out. Just pointing that out. Um, the series is two to one right now. Lakers, obviously, maybe who knows? I mean, you're spitting facts about Donovan Mitchell. Well, welcome to some facts about no other than this guy named LeBron James, thirteen and zero in first round playoffs behind Derek Fisher and Robert Horry. Yeah, you can thank Kobe the Bean Bryant for carrying him. Come on, dude. Shout out Kobe for his birthday, right? Forty two today. Shout him out, man. He's a legend. We'll, we'll drink some for that. Yeah, come on, dude. But you remember my hot take from last week about this series. If Dame Dollar charges that watch at night, CJ doing his thing. And, and what is Melo doing? Who's setting up his wood shop in the corner? They got a chance, okay? Lakers, 
I don't know if they were banging Waka Flocka before uh, showtime in that first game, but they sure as hell were on Brick Squad. Get the hell out of here, game one. We're taking you, Lakers. KCP, one point. Uh, him and Caruso, 29 uh, minutes. They fucking got one for 15 shooting. Danny Green was casting for a part in uh, Bird Box, the movie, two for eight. Uh, from three-point line. Good shit, Danny. Snoop Dogg's chiming in. What you are talking about earlier, here's where Snoop chimes in. On social, you know, he's posting a picture of Danny Green's uh, uh, back of his jersey. It says, how many more? You know, they got the messages, but then under he says, threes you going to miss, my guys. So, Snoop, chill out. You know, chill out on purple and gold. Let the purple and gold relax you. You're in the Corona commercials, man. You're making money. Just relax. You're good. Uh, no, Jr. on game one. Dion played a little bit. I mean, I, I, I checked my watch. It was Dane time. Game one, 34 points for Lillard. Here's my question, dude. It seemed like Dame time was the alarm clock that woke up LeBron. Yes, no? Playoff mode activated after this game? I think yes. I think he poked a bear, and the king woke up from his throne. Let me, let me add, before game two, the, the last time the Lakers won a playoff game was made in 2012. That's almost 3,000 – over 3,000 days between playoff wins. Ooh. That's a, a long-ass time. I don't even know. I don't even know. That is a long-ass time. So going into game two, they knew they had to, you know, kind of end the streak. And that's exactly what they did. They ended up winning one eight, or 111 to 88. AD came out after the, you know, after the game and said they had to play with a sense of urgency, desperation. And this is almost rare, you know, to hear from a team that's number one in the West. And not to mention, it's only the first round. Yep. But AD, you know, that's what he does. And he was the leader offensively. You know, he scored 31 points, 11 rebounds. LeBron James, though, only scored 10 points in that game, which yep. is the fewest points in a playoff win. Although he was flirting with the triple-double, he kind of just set the, the tempo and the energy from the start. When questioned about LeBron in his post-game interview, AD said, he's just locked in. You know, I talk to him sometimes. He stares right at me. And I'm like, all right, I know he heard me. I can leave it alone. I still, you know, say what I got to say. Even if he doesn't respond, mm -hmm. I know he's listening. I think it's playoff mode activated. Definitely for the Lakers. I didn't really know what the future, you know, holds for these Blazers when you have so much mo momentum going. There's always, you know, something that breaks down and, and kind of breaks the, that momentum that they get. In this yeah. case... Lillard dislocating his finger. Zach Collins officially out for the season, that ankle surgery. I mean, Lillard said he was going to give it a go for game three. He played, and they lost. It was, just a, points, though. Come on. it was just a repeat performance for the Lake Show. And AD and LeBron combining for 67 points, dominating inside and out. For me, I know you got them winning. I don't think the Blazers will win another game in this season. <sighs> Man, the, the, it's over with. Okay, listen, the lack of respect that you put on Melo's name setting up shop in the corner. How do you know? Um, he's setting up <laughs> shop in the corner. So he, he's still pulling. It's ridiculous. You don't understand that. But, hey, I got to give it to you. Crucial injuries like this can drastically shift the likelihood of a team winning in a series, let, a go, let alone against this Lakers team. So seeing LeBron spit fire was intimidating. He's woke. Playoff mode is activated. Fuck it, dude. I got uh, Portland Trailblazers in 10, okay? So I want to say, say one thing before we move on. I do remember you, you sending me a text and saying, I wish we could turn off the injuries and the fatigue 
because it Turn just off the injuries and fatigue, man. It just kills it. It just kills the series. I was looking forward to it, but like I said, I don't have them winning anymore because of these these uh, injuries, right? Nah, I don't know. I mean, Dame looked good last game. He was still pulling up from deep in pregame, and it, you know, some, when you, when you're in that, the, the adrenaline gets gets going. But yeah, yeah the duos, it's intense. Melo, you got to set up more wood shop. All right, so we're done with that. I, I'll give it to you. I like the Lakers, so I want the Lakers to win also, kind of, I don't know. So last series we're going to talk about is the Thunder and the Rockets. All right, you like the Rockets. You think they're going to go all the way? I do, I do. I all still right, well, yeah, well, maybe. So, okay, Thunder's Rockets. Let's break it down for you just real quick. Rockets up 2-1. Game one was a breeze for the Rockets. Uh, Harden did his thing. He licked his beard a little bit, and it went crazy. Game two, 111-98. Now, this is a game I want to talk about, who. It wasn't hardened at all, surprisingly. Who what's so who scores the points when okay, a guy by Jeff Green, um, and other guys like Austin Rivers and I guess with this other I don't fucking know, dude. Like it, it, James Harden went two of eleven and three point range. He only had twenty one points only. Um, and at half, you know, okay, C was up about six, but Rockets took over in the fourth. That's really when it really, you know. Uh, went crazy, 17-0 run, and James Harden's on the bench going fucking nuts, dude. Interesting thing I, I saw here in this game is what I want to really point out and zoom in on. Harden was probably the hypest guy on the bench along with Russ during that 17-0 run that they had. I don't know if I've ever seen this kind of support from James Harden before. It makes me wonder, does Westbrook's enthusiasm both on and off the court carry over to how Harden cheers for his teammates. Like, he sees Russ. He says, hey, that's actually really cool to be this loud for my teammates because the last time I saw Harden this happy was when Chris Paul packed up and uh, left for OKC. <laughs> I think you have to say you always need room for improvement in your game. And this is a learning experience for Harden in the sense that the, the emotion that we've seen has been created um, by this bubble, you know. But – you also have to know how to be, you know, a good teammate in the sense of, you know, having each other's back. And I think the bubble has bonded all these teams together in that sense. The hardest thing for a player to do is to sit and watch your team play when you can't. Russ has been the perfect teammate during this first series while he's been out and he's only helped the Rockets, you know, with the team chemistry, you know, for later down on the road, because that's what they'll need later down on the road a tight-knit group to overtake a, a monster. Mm-hmm. And I think I you're right. I love to see it, dude. I love I know. I think you're right. I think Russ has rubbed off on Harden. And this – it will only make my hopes and dreams come true. Oh, We're God. in Disneyland. I need my hopes and dreams to come true and uh, help them, uh, you know, get to the finals. So. Yeah, well, hey, anything can happen right now. I don't even know who's the favorite to win the finals. Lakers, Clippers, Mavs. We'll go into that in a sec. But it can be, it's, it's up for grabs. Right. I, I agree. But let's uh, let's just transition to man to man worthy or keep it moving. Got to love it. Yeah, we got some big topics on the docket. Um, I guess we'll just start off with Mike Conley. Yeah. What about him? I, I, I don't want to be the first one to say <laughs> this. I was hoping you would say this first, but it looks like he was giving birth uh, to his child. Oh, dude. Oh, I, I just got to say it. Let's, I mean, it's, uh, I, yeah, I'll worthy, say it's, yeah, I was going to say it's worth it. Yeah, well, hold on. Giving birth. Let's, 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 uh, you know, put, put on the brake a little bit and rewind. All right. Let's reverse a little bit. 
I think this is hilarious. Why is he holding the baby with his shirt off, dude? Let's let's just hold up before we get into all the jokes. If I let let's take a second here. I get it. I get it. Let's take a second here and say congratulations to the new baby daddy of Michael Conley. And might I add, good luck to the kid because I promise you, dude, <laughs> you don't need any of it. But come on, man. Let's let's you know. Let's look at this. This photo that came out on Twitter is is a bit odd to me. Who Mike is shirtless. He's laying in the bed. He's holding his son. His wife is leaning in the picture. It's weird to me. You know, usually you see the picture of the mom with the baby and she's like half smiling because God, dude, she's in a fucking lot of pain that I won't ever experience my life. But it's, you know, that's that half smile. And that's what Conley is portraying, this half smile. Smile, dude. You weren't the one giving birth. I love to see Michael Conley back on the court though. But eh. Little strange, brother, but whatever floats your boat, right? I don't know. This was weird for me. I mean, I feel like if anything, you you, you let your wife lay down in the bed, right? Let her, yeah, you know, yeah, take yeah. hold up, babe. Off. Just get up real quick. Let me lay down. <laughs> let me take the spotlight from me. No, dude. I don't know. That's that's the weirdest thing about this for me. He's actually the one laying down in the bed. I mean, if you got something to say, Mike Conley, that nobody knows about, we won't judge you. I just yeah, rather hey, know yeah, now. We, 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 yeah, we don't judge. I mean, yeah. if you want to come out and tell us what's good, man, what's good. If you, I mean, if you just want to come out and say, yeah, I got made my wife get out of bed after her giving birth, and I wanted to, I just come out and say it, dude. Right. But whatever, I think it was definitely worthy about talking about, but it's just uh, an odd picture, like you said, for me as well. So Yeah, go for it. Next up, we got the draft lottery. We get to, uh, you know, see the order of the draft lottery. Is this worthy? Are we keeping Uh, it? I get it. It's an NBA show, but it's not a basket. It's not college basketball. I don't watch college basketball like this. I don't know who top five in this except LaMelo Ball. I know Knicks got screwed over eight spot again. Timberwolves, number one spot. They could could find someone cool to to pick up alongside, uh, help me out here, Cat and D'Angelo Russell. Warriors somehow got the second spot. I think they want to trade that up. They don't. It seems like the Warriors. They don't really like picking up younger guys on their roster. They they might trade it out, but now nah, keep it moving, dude. All right, your wish. We will keep it moving, just like that. We have the Celtics and the Raptors, the first two teams getting a sweep. Is this worthy, or are we keeping it moving? Dude? Yeah, it's it's worthy, dude. I mean, no need to skip over the teams that are doing the fucking cooking right now okay the celtics and the raptors are the first two teams to make it to the second round and oddly enough they will see each other head to head in the second round so we'll see what happens i don't know there'll be a lot of cooking there maybe jason tatum cooking up somebody kimba somebody it ain't gonna be no sweep though i'll tell you that (laughs) it will be a tough hard nose series between these two teams yes i will say that celtics have swept um whoever they played the past two years now in this first round yeah, Pacers last year and yes, yeah, this true. year, yeah, they uh, swept the 76ers. So I, I, I knew the 76ers were overrated anyways. Wait, we're about to get swept too. <laughs> All right, welcome to the club. Uh, but let's talk about the 76ers here too. Before game four, the team canceled their practice. Like they pretty much just opted out. I don't understand why. I don't understand how, what the reason was behind it. I do feel like head coach Brett Brown is without internal momentum to return for his eighth season as head coach there, though. Yeah. I mean, I think that just 
is more questions than answers that, that comes from this series. They had some chances in the first couple of games to make it, but I agree. I think that just, you know, a lot of questions around Embiid, Simmons, you know, what they're doing in the offseason. Are they going to break them up? Yeah. Whatever whatever it is, what, I think what, there will be a big change there for sure. Yeah, what are we going to see? New coach, new approach, or good day, mate, hit the flog and told. <laughs> that was not an Australian accent at all. Golly. All right, keep moving, keep moving. All right, we'll, 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 we'll move on uh, to the Hayward injury. Yeah. He's approximately out for four weeks. He sprained his right ankle. They say it's a third degree, grade three or third grade ankle sprain. What yeah, is this? I, yeah, next. All right, next. <laughs> That's it. No, no response. It's just next, next. dude. <laughs> Don't care. Next. Sorry. What about some <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, sorry, dude. You wanted to leave the bubble anyways, like, because you're about to have like your fourth kid. Relax, okay? Like, just chill, man. <laughs> what about some NBA history? Fred sure. Van Vliet creates some, post, <laughs> some postseason history. Is this worthy or are we kidding? I like Fred, dude. We don't talk about the Raptors at all. It's worthy. Hold up real quick. I got to throw some respect on my man's name, brother. It's definitely worthy. He is a part of the greats in terms of playoff performances. He scored 30 points, 10 assists, and a sh- and shot uh, a vi- sh- video games number pretty much of 70% field goals in a game. So, yeah, it's it's nuts. I like Fred a lot. We know that the game of basketball is not an individual game, but when you have players doing this for your team, it makes the game a whole lot easier to play when you're on that team. We all are learning his name as Fred Van Fleet, but I tell you what, man, next year they're gonna they're gonna call him Rich because this is his last year um, on his contract, and they're gonna they're gonna fucking pay him, dude. So if they're if the Raptors aren't gonna pay him, somebody's gonna pay him. Right. I, I agree on that. I think this is just getting his stock up. I hope, I mean, the Raptors are hopeful that they'll get him back in the, you know, on the roster, but this looks very good for his stock. If any other teams need a point guard, I think he's not going to, you know, come off the bench anymore and he could definitely step into that starter role just like that and, you know, move right towards it. But Lo- Love his story, man. Give me a little cut of that shit, bro, because I am way too broke right now. But I'm, big, I'm a big uh, Fred Van Fleet fan, man. I like him a lot. Underdog, undrafted, G League, like those guys a lot. Love their story. For sure, for sure. Um, I think that will do it for man-to-man. That's uh, it? That's it for man-to-man? Yeah, I think that will do All it right. for man-to-man worthy or uh, keep it moving. Cool. I appreciate you guys for sticking with us. You are listening to Man to Man, the best NBA show out there while, you know, where we bring you the latest topics around the NBA. Nice. Our second half of this episode is brought to you by none other than StaticCapper.com. StaticCapper is here to help simplify your quantitative analysis in the gambling world. StaticCapper can be for a whole range of people, whether you know are new to betting, trying to learn what a good bet is, or if you've been in the game a while, me and Twesington, we use it every day to see you know where we can get our edge. We don't get many edges, but when we do, we like it. Go check out StatiCapper.com and help build a community of people who enjoy sports betting and provide useful insights to help the community win. You're right. So you got you got a better this week or? What's going on? Yeah, I will say I got my bet of the week here. It was the Rockets and the Blazers game one. 
two-team parlay, and it was it, the odds were so crazy because I guess Vegas just hated the Blazers in that game. Yeah, it was at plus four seventy-six. I made a hundred-dollar bet. I ended up winning. Big, 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 uh, you know, start of the week. And ever since then, it has been a downfall. Let me tell you, it's just, it's just Wait, bad. what's going on over there? I've, I've won, almost won $500 and I'm almost, you know, pretty much lost it all as so well. you spent it all? I made three, f- four bets in that, in that time span. So I'm down to $76 on the week. Oh, it's, gosh. it's been bad. It's been bad. I've only missed it, you know, one or two times. I mean, one bet here and there in a parlay, and it's just like... Yeah, you're a big parlay guy, dude. What's going on? Wait, parlay is so hard to win. It's where the money's at, man. You win oh big. Oh, my god. I mean, gosh. you got to think, if I don't bet anymore this week, I'm up $76. All right, fair enough. All right, we like to bet. That's what we do around here. Shout out com. They're cool. Uh, quick shout outs, okay? We, we're going to do some knickknacks. These are where the knickknacks come in, who... Nick Nurse kind of surprised us, right? He wins coach of the year. We thought it was Budenhauser or Heiser from uh, the Bucks. Budenhauser, yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever it tells. Bucks are one, dude. No, Raptors second. And then, yeah, Nick Nurse is, I guess, old high school basketball coach came out and presented it on TV. Don't Nick Nurse is a stud. He came from the, the G League. He won a championship in the D League. Now he won a championship as his first year with the Raptors in the NBA. And now he's coach of the year wow what a what an insane resume right he did he's done great I I mean hands down to him I think he definitely deserves it you know losing Kawhi in a monstrous you know you know switch of of power and a player like that good for him he I mean to get his team to where they are they'll have this tough next round against the Celtics but all I mean all good things to say about him I I I'm yeah. not I'm not gonna like, you know, criticize the the pick of coach of the year because I think all three of them deserved it and this guy yeah. definitely deserves it. Yeah, sure. Nick Budenhauser and Billy Donovan. Hell of a job. All all guys. Um all right, Kobe's birthday. It's Kobe's birthday today. We're recording live Sunday. Uh we come out on Dash on Mondays, but Kobe's birthday, man. Forty two. Uh Vanessa Bryant came obviously came out with a you know post on Instagram. Other guys, pretty emotional day. Uh, you know, I got Kobe right here up on the wall. Any Anything you got from Kobe memory? I know me and you, we can say it again, but for the Dash Radio listeners, we used to fucking play with Kobe every single day on 2K. We had our own roster, our own season on 2K. Uh, Liam never let me play because I would always miss free throws with Kobe, and yeah. you had like a 99 percentile. And I was too scared to ask to play with Kobe. <laughs> it was me, Kobe. I promise it was me. It wasn't you. Anything on that, Hoop? Uh, just big shout out to Kobe, man. He, you know, has changed this world forever in a good way. And, you know, people like me and you will always remember Kobe in, in the good light. And you just yeah. got to, you know, thank, be thankful for what you have right now and how it's going because you never know. It, it takes one, one day to, you know, wake up and not be here anymore. So crazy. Well, Bye. Mama forever and, and, and For Mama sure. out. You're always in our hearts, man. Love you, Kobe. Sure. Um, Magic upset the Bucks in game one. That was – what were the odds? Plus 900 on that? Yeah. I mean, I knew – I know the, the Bucks were minus 1,600 at, at the time. To- oh, my gosh. The Bu- or, and then the, the Magic 
Yeah, we're like plus nine sixty. I think was the highest that I saw of that. But that's yeah. Still, still wouldn't bet it though. Still wouldn't do a hundred. I no. I couldn't do a hundred dollars on that. No, maybe no, like a because they're getting like, fucking cooked. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> game one, good good job. But from there, we see it like the places. Man. You're gonna get cooked. Yeah, you're getting cooked out here. Sorry, dude. Uh, okay, cool. Knickknacks there. Now we got game player of the week, and then Pacers. We'll maybe talk about them. Game of the week, uh, Liam. What we got? Yeah, so originally I said I think it was going to be the OKC beating the Rockets, you know, Saturday night. But Twessington and I, we were going through, you know, our preparation for this episode. My man, Luka Doncic, he's just a a kid from somewhere else that's just on fire. I don't know if he's from – they say he's from overseas, but he could be from the fucking moon. Yeah. Who knows? Fucking Mars or something. It's a step back three, you know. (laughs) against the Clippers and they, they even the series two to two. So I want you to just kind of walk me through this game, like, you know, stats wise and what you think about this and yeah. tell, me, tell me what this was, this meant for you. Gladly playoff P pandemic P PG 13%. I don't give a damn Mavs in six. Okay. <laughs> Mavericks keep, you know, they, they have these headlines over and over and it wasn't looking good for them and they were getting the short end of the stick, but that has changed now seeing Luca, you know, he had this, he had this ankle injury and he rolled the shit out of it last game. He tried to come back. He said, Carlisle put me in the game coach. I said, I feel that dude, put me in the game. Damn it. Uh, and then he came back this game and, and clutched a, a step back three over Reggie Jackson. Why was Kawhi and Paul George not guarding? I have no idea. Bad coaching on Doc Rivers. The Clippers gave up in this game a 21-point lead against this Mavs team without Kristaps Sporzingas. And, and in the wise words of Drake, I might be too strong out on compliments, overdose on confidence. Like, eh, this series is a fucking soap opera, dude. I love it. Mavs coming in on their high horse. Porzingis getting ejected first game. Luke acting like Edward 40 hands, dropping 40 in his debut. It's a dog-eat-dog matchup. They're going at it with Montrez Harrell, uh, with Markeith Morris. They keep making headlines. Luke is 42 points. He's getting a bunch of records there. But, yeah, I love, I love this series. 2-2, anything can happen. Right. I think the biggest thing that I, I've, I've said multiple times to multiple people is that you think about it. Porzingis – he gets ejected game one. Luca fucks up his ankle. This series is 2-2. You, you take away those two things. They had a chance in game three if Luca didn't exit the game. They had no offense in the late game. So I think, yes, I think this game, I mean, it could easily be 3-1. And this almost could be, this series could have been over tonight, I think, if those two things didn't happen. I mean, it's just it's just wild to me to think about what's going on with these Mavericks and how they're doing it. Because like I said, I said, they have to win this. uh, The Clippers have to win this game to, you know, make the, you know, make it out of this series and they end up losing. I think the Mavericks are on this hot streak Porzingis will come back, I think. And, you know, just add to that, that fire and the, and, and be that fuel to push them past the Clippers because the Clippers they're all over the place. They're not, they don't have a solid offense. Yeah, no chemistry. Yeah. And it's just like, you do your thing now, you do your, and it's like, they wanted to get all these pieces, but how many pieces do you need if they don't work together, right? If they don't fit together, what's the use of getting all these pieces? Well, so, together? What, so, what about my hot take from last week? What, the Mavericks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you had the Mavericks. No, I had them getting swept. 
Well, I'm saying now they're not getting swept. <laughs> I didn't think they were getting swept. Hey, hey, I should ask you this. What, why, why, why would you make that that argument? I don't know, dude. I, I thought Clay, this Mavs are uh, giving Clippers uh, money for their run. I, that's not it. I always say Saints, and I don't fucking get it right. <laughs> you say them always backward, but this is where I'll call you out again, <laughs> motherfucker. I'll call you out again right here. These these Mavericks aren't getting swept. They're not gonna <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. They're not. They're not getting swept. They haven't gotten swept. They can't get swept. And they'll win this series. I, I, I truly Ooh. believe that they could be good enough to be, you know, to make it. I mean, they'll have to play the Rockets this next, you know, I believe it's the Rockets in this next second round matchup. But I mean, I think I like it. I really do like this for the the Mavericks. They're playing great ball and Luca, man, second year in the league. Yeah, that's crazy. To gotta put, like yeah, keep, keep playing Seth Curry too, dude. He's such an X factor and underrated player on that Dallas Mavericks team. They're always giving it to Tim Hardaway. Uh, excuse me. They're always giving it to Tim Hardaway. Yeah, he's a stud. He he balls, but you gotta get Seth in there, dude. He's a Curry brother. Come on. Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing is just the 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 Clippers. I think Doc Rivers. I, I heard it. Doc Rivers. There's no reason why Reggie Jackson should have been guarding. I think you mentioned it, Luca, mm-hmm. and he's just here and there. He just hasn't been able to fit these these pieces together. Like yeah, I and said. and what did what did Luca do? He just does what he does. He fucking cooked them. He cooked them. He cooked them great. Him. He cooked them, dude. All right, cool. Player of the week. We got Jason Tatum. Thirty-two points, thirteen rebounds, game one. Thirty-three points, five. Oh my god, he's fucking balling. Series average. 27 points per game, about 10 rebounds per game. It's almost a double-double. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, they just swept the 76ers. So. Right. I think I think this was that stepping stone. I, I, I put him in here. I think I, I like him as, you know, this is his stepping stone to become a superstar, and this is exactly what he needs to be doing for this team to, you know, continue to move forward. We mentioned it, Gordon Hayward's not there. That's fine. This is his time to shine. All the spotlights are on him now. And he has to, you know, get to these these next few rounds and into the Eastern Conference Finals to, you know, really solidify himself as a superstar in my eyes. But I'd love to see it from a young young Celtics group, you know. They're going to be scary for any Eastern Conference team. I mean, they took your hot, your hot takeaway first thing, dude. There was, uh, you had 76ers going all the way. Yes, and I finals. I'll I'll own up to that. Terrible, dude. It was it was it was built around what Embiid, which who what what type of Embiid would show up, and obviously Embiid. It was the crying Embiid. There's hamburger Embiid, then there's crying. Yeah, and he he had good games here and there, but and all in all, it was hard. It was just too hard for him to you know just get back or pass that next gear and say instead of going for thirty five and thirty eight. I need 50 or 60 out of you. He's just not built that way. And if he if he really wants to be the best, you know, center in this league, that's what he'll have to do. So, I mean, and all in all, the the 76ers didn't have enough offense. And they're a good defensive team, but they their offense couldn't keep up. And I don't know if that was a lack of Ben Simmons or not, but Jason Tatum, he cooked them, man. He cooked them. He cooked them. Hey, that's all. That's all it is, guys. It's, they're just cooking them. I don't know how else to explain that. It's Jason Tatum, him and Jalen Brown. I, I got them. I got them beating the Bucks and going to the finals. 
that's that's where I'm at right now. All right, cool. Oh God, don't make me next cry time. on this one. Don't, yeah. Don't make next, me cry, bro. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it just to start out, and then just, so you, just and you want me to end it? Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll say game our Pacers segment. Of course, we gotta talk about our beloved Pacers. Game one, close game. We had stretches where we could, you know, make that run. Of course, we don't do it because that's what I put money line on Pacers straight up, and then I take the over on this game, <laughs> two fifteen. The score is one thirteen to one hundred one. Yeah, miss it. Come on, dude. miss it by a point. I mean, it's hard enough to lose a bet, but when you're sitting there with one point, two points in in that in that you know window, it's hard. I really think game one is where we kind of, you know, dropped off as a team. Game two, I mean, we just is the beginning of us getting cooked, man. It's just, it's just we didn't have any – I didn't – we play such a, a style of basketball where we're good defensively. We push the ball, and if we don't have anything, we set up and do stuff, you know, run our offense. And then game two, it just was – we were just lackluster. We didn't have any flow – and Jimmy Butler, hands down to him. I, I mean, I got to respect a good player when I see one. And he yep. just, he's just, he's cooking us is what it yeah, is. Yeah, he's, yeah. He is, he, yeah, he's, he's the cooking. one that's, that's doing the cooking. Yeah. And then in this last game, very controversial with the referees. Don't, I mean, don't get me started. Two free throws? You kidding me, dude? The, the referees in this game, I had a conversation with somebody earlier today about this and the 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 refs in the in the bubble have just been totally soft yeah and they haven't let any any team play and i mean case in point is with um miles turner he gets a rebound olenic comes up from behind him and just yeah saw that it's his arm and then olenic i mean miles turner's like whoa what happened like and flares his arm and hits dude in the face and he's I mean, he, talk about casting for a movie. This guy should be in Hollywood <laughs> right now. Get him off the basketball court because he just a little tap to his eye. He flew back yeah. like he got punched or something. And, and then the refs called a foul on Miles or yeah, what is it? On Miles. On Miles. And then, and then we're saying, well, hold, hold up, dude. Hold up. No, that's not a foul on Miles. This is a foul on uh, Hollywood. Yeah. And we're like, all right. Well, of course, Nate McMillan, the great coach that he is, like, that's bullshit. Let's yeah. take a look at it. And of course it's it's you know overturned. But my, my yeah. thing is these I don't know. I just the referees, we gotta let them play basketball. This is the playoffs. And the only playoff game that I've actually seen today was the was today against the the Clippers and the Mavericks. Everything else has just been really soft to me. And I hate to say it to you, but I, I know this is, is a downer for you, but I got got the, the Pacers getting getting swept. I don't find us winning. Oh, yeah, they're, they're getting fucking cooked. <laughs> yeah, they're getting swept for sure, dude. They can't even make a uh, – Miles Turner, what's going on with him? We got to trade him. He's the softest guy. He does yoga in the offseason. Come on, dude. Like, work out in the offseason. We got to get rid of Miles. We got to get rid of Justin Holliday, uh, Doug McBuckets. Uh, where are your buckets? I don't know. Who gave you that nickname? Get rid of Vic. I'm pissed. Like I was telling you, Hoop, and I'll tell everybody that's listening right now, I went to a dark place last year, you know? Uh, Lakers got, or, um, yeah, now I'm a <laughs> Lakers fan. <laughs> Gee. This is why I'm a Lakers fan, because of this story. Pacers got swept last year because we were clowning comments. Yeah, we missed Oladipo, and we said, we, oh, we missed Oladipo, and, and we're still going to get swept. 
I went to a dark place, man. I, I was still in school. I watched every single game by myself up there. My best friends don't like basketball for some reason. And, uh, yeah, I, I checked out. I checked out for, like, a week, man. I didn't go to class for, like, the next week. I didn't do homework. These guys was in project presentations. Hey, we need you, man. We, we need you to intro this one. I, I just I cut my phone bill off. And uh, <laughs> I just don't want to go back to that place, man. I know it's a game. It's a game. I know. I get it. But that's what Pacer Nation will do to you, man. It's just we are the hard. most dedicated fans for the past. I mean, we're like the Vols, man. I went to school up in Tennessee. Yeah, it feels like '98. Yeah, fuck, that was 22 years ago. It feels like 98 fucking degrees out. Is all <laughs> I'm thinking, man. Pacer Nation. <sighs> I want to. I want to ask you about the the whole Vic situation before we you know wrap it up here because yeah. I heard you just mention, you know, maybe get rid of Vic. What What is your your thoughts on? Do we need to get rid of him? What What do you you know? What's the whole deal with him? Do you? He's not hitting clutch him? shots. I I don't at this point. I really don't care about his injury. You've had a full year, not even a full season, a full year to recover. I get it. You. I don't know if you're ninety percent. I don't know if you're eighty five but you're just not cooking with us right now. So, and you're hanging out with Miami heat players. You're trying to do a, uh, an EP on the low. If you want to go, go, or we keep Vic and we make this package deal of miles Turner, McBuckets and Justin holiday, who else? The three guys who I was talking about, open up some cap space. We need somebody. We need Sabonis. We that's not an excuse or anything. We just need Sabonis. We have a, a no name of uh, Jakar Sampson in the NBA playoffs right now. He hasn't played more than fifty games in the regular season. <laughs> so, like, yeah, get if, if Vic, if you want to go, go, dude, and then we'll we'll get somebody that can uh, cook for you. Right. I, I I I'm I'm not sold yet, but I do question it now. You know of what the future is for Vic because if he's playing you know, sluggish basketball all the way through, you know, the for the rest of his career, we can't be paying somebody like that. And we, we played – I mean, we paid Brogdon a lot of money too. Right. I mean, he, he – know for four years. Come on, bro. You got to get those those 30-point games every game. Right. And that's where, I mean, I really was like – Think about it, question You're getting $20 million a year to play a game. You have to score 30, dude. Are you kidding me? 20 million a year and you play a game? Man, don't get me started. I mean, I like I like the, you know, how Brogdon showed up. He was the only reason we had a chance in that, you know, game three. But I don't know. I think Miles we'll banking a corner three. We'll have to do a lot of, you know, rebuilding for sure. And I we said it. No, last I just week. say yeah. Screw the whole team. We <laughs> just keep start Brogdon over. and we just start over. Yeah, Brogdon and Sabonis and say, you know what? Yeah, Richard, let's just restart, right? Everything new. Everything new. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking at this point. I, I mean, it's all right. I mean, I, I like Victor Oladipo. He's been shooting the ball pretty well. He's been, you know, shaky down the stretch, like you said, but. We have a lot of questions because I think in this game four, our season is definitely going to be <laughs> at an end, and they're going to be coming back. To All right, and 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 last last thing before we cut out, um, you guys can keep sleeping. So <laughs> just just keep. I'm I'm sleep. I'm sleep. Man. I got trust me. I got three more pillows back here, and I got one body, and it's me. So I don't need. I yeah. I'm fucking tired, man. I'm sleep on the Pacers. I feel you. 
So we're all sleeping on the Pacers, even the yeah. Pacers we're going Nation. back to sleep. We're yeah. Sorry, sorry for all the hype. We're we're going back to sleep. So <laughs> that's Pre- appreciate it. You, you you got us. Trust me, you got us. I know, I know, I fucking know. <laughs> oh, that's funny. It's funny. I think <laughs> with that, this episode is a wrap. Yeah, let's wrap it up. For tuning in and hanging out with us on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net Net channel. We are Man to Man, the best NBA show out there. Again, second merch launch is gonna be dropping. It's already dropped. Pick it up. DM us. Let us know what you want, what sizes. We got it all for you guys. Yep. We do got the big boy teachers teachers, but they are running a little large. Yeah, they're so. they're large, but we are uh, we're more broke than an ice cream machine. So so just go ahead and pay if you want. We don't have to send you the shirt if you just want to pay. Right. Um, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll keep you updated daily about the NBA and what is going on on our social media. That's at Man to Man Podcast on Instagram and at MTM NBA Show on Twitter. You know, follow, like, share our show with your friends and family if you haven't already. But with that, we will catch you next week. Of course, namaste to you guys. Namaste. Okay, Pacer Nation, baby. <laughs> Only in the night.